Well, ladies and gentlemen, young and old, welcome to I Am Next Generation Youth Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Daquan McKnight, and I am grateful that you have made this podcast a very special part of your day. Today, I want to discuss an issue that has given teens and young adults many questions. Questions like, where did I come from? Where did everything come from? When did everything begin? Who made the entire universe? I'm talking about the creation of the world. And I want to speak to you a message entitled, The First Artist and the First Designer. The First Artist and the First Designer. Have you ever heard of words such as begin, start, commence, open? You see, there is something refreshing and optimistic about these words. Whether they refresh to the dawn of a new day, or if they refer to a birth of a child, a prelude to a symphony, the first miles of a family vacation, etc. You see, we can be free of problems and full of promise. Why? Because beginnings stir up hope and imaginations of visions and future promises. And we can find the origins back in one place, the book of Genesis. You see, Genesis teaches us that the earth was made well and very good. You see, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, those first words speaks against atheism. It didn't just say in the beginning there was no God, but in the beginning, God was there. It even speaks against polytheism, the belief in many gods. But the scripture says that God himself was the creator of the world. And not only that, but the Son and the Holy Spirit were active in creation. And we'll take a look at that later throughout this podcast. And we also know that these words in Genesis speak against evolution, which says that the earth has evolved from thousands and millions of years. But the scripture tells us that our God created the world in six literal days. Can you imagine that? The world created in six literal days? How awesome is that? You see, God created on day one, the light. Then on day two, he created the sky and water. Then on day three, he created the land and sea. Not only that, he created on day four, the sun and moon and the stars, and also the birds and the fish on day five. And then on day six, animals. But the greatest crowning achievement was the creation of man in which man was created in the image and likeness of God. Let's look at Genesis 1.26 to see this great story. Genesis 1.26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Now, when you see the term, let us, that tells you one thing. God the Father wasn't alone when he was involved in creation. Now, many people are like, who is the us that Moses was talking about? First off, it wasn't angels, because angels have no power to create, okay? They're created beings, but they don't have the power to create the world. So we know that it was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all involved. You see, the Father spoke the world into existence, the Son of God holds everything together, and the Spirit of God himself was hovering over the face of the waters. In Job 33 and verse 4, it talks about how 
the Spirit of God gives about the breath of life. Listen to what Job says in this awesome passage. In Job 33 and verse 4, Job says, The Spirit of God is made the breath of the Almighty gives me life. So when you hear the word spirit, it's the Greek word pneuma, which means to bring, to bring forth life. The Holy Spirit was hovering over the earth and was about to bring forth new life. And then the Son of God was there holding everything together. How awesome is that? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was involved with the creation of the world. In fact, Colossians chapter 1 tells us very clearly and powerfully for us of the role that Jesus played in the creation of the world. Here's what he says in Colossians 1, verse 15 through 18. These are the words of the Apostle Paul. He says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, that are in heaven, that are on earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, and in all things he may have the preeminence. But the greatest crowning achievement was the creation of man. Man was created in the image and likeness of God. And is that so important? Absolutely, because people are so special to God and they are very unique. You see, because God is the one that creates life and He is the one that sustains life. You see, God has all power in His hands. He is known as El Shaddai, the Lord Almighty. He is also known as El Elyon, the Most High God, and El Elohim, the God that created all things with he brings things into existence out of nothing. He turns nothing into something. And he's even the one with creative power. He is the one with creative power. How awesome is that? That our God has creative power. God is the one that has branded us with eternity itself. And he even created the universe because he loves us. He created the world because he loves us. And he also created you and me because he loves us as well. So what can we take from this? Well, the creation of the world itself speaks about true work. You see, God was satisfied when he made man. You see, man was made in the class of God's being. And man was made to communicate with God. You see, we were created in the class of God's being, not from monkeys or apes. They didn't create us. They don't even know what to do half the time. All they know is to swim from vine to vine and play with twigs, termites, and eat a banana. The point of the matter is, Man was made to communicate, to have fellowship with God, and to be in right relationship with Him. And that's so beautiful to know and to understand that we can have a relationship with God the Father. How awesome is that? And I like that very much. Sorry guys, I'm back. I accidentally hit the wrong button while I was talking to you on my podcast. Sorry about that. Hit the wrong button. The blame is on me. But anyway, as I was saying, we were all designed to have fellowship with God himself. Now, what distinguishes us from animals is that we have a soul and a spirit. You see, we are made in the image and likeness of God. And we are the reflectors of God's glory. We are the reflectors of his glory. 
when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you look at yourself each and every day before you go out to work or before you go to school, to college, the doctor, whatever, you have to understand one thing. God created the universe with his creative power because he loves you. And because you bear his image, you can feel positive about yourself. And you are valuable in the eyes of the Lord. You are valuable in the eyes of the Lord. And also too, in Psalm 139, David himself would even praise God for creating man. Here's what David says in Psalm 139, in which David was talking in about God's power and he was also praising God for his perfect knowledge of man. He says in verse 13 and 14, For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. How awesome is that to know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. In fact, also would even say in Ephesians 2 verse 10 that we are his workmanship created for the master's use. Now we have the ability to reflect God's character in many ways in our love, our patience, our forgiveness, kindness, and faithfulness. So I challenge you as you go throughout your day when people say things about you or when they pick at you or whatever the case may be you let them know hey I'm feeling good about myself because I have a father that created me very, very special. Just look around the world and see how the world came to be. You have to understand, for the world to be designed, there had to be a designer behind everything. Think of it this way. Say if you have a watch on your arm or on your wrist. You look at that watch, you see how it was made, how it was customized, how there are special details within the watch for it to function properly. You will understand that there was a designer who had a blueprint that had designed the mind on how the watch should be. The same place, God himself had already designed it out on how he wanted the world to be. And I also want to leave with you with this word of comfort. Knowing that you are a person of worth helps you love God, know Him personally, and make a valuable contribution to those all around you. So as I end this podcast, I want you all to remember, God is creator. He is distinct from creation. He is eternal and He is in control of the world. And what can we learn about ourselves? Well, I'm glad that you asked. We are valuable in the eyes of God. And we are more important than animals. In fact, Jeremiah would say it this way in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. When the prophet Jeremiah was preaching to the nation of Judah, and when Jeremiah was called to be a prophet, here's what the scripture says. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Then said I, I, Lord God, behold, Lord said to me, Do not say I am a you, for you shall go to all whom I shall send you, and whatsoever I command you, you shall speak. You see, God even formed you in the womb. Before you did that, He already knew about you. He knew about the gifts and talents and talents you were going to place inside of you. He even sanctified you, set you apart, and set you aside for His good use. And you are valuable.
in the eyes of God, my dear friend. In fact, Paul himself would say in Ephesians chapter 1, when Paul would write to the church at Ephesus and telling them how they are rich in Christ and how Christ has blessed them with many spiritual blessings, he tells them, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Well, I hope this message has blessed your heart and mind. Please stick around and watch out for more messages being uploaded on this podcast. Please share this with friends and family that need words of comfort and that needs assurance that they are created valuable in the image and likeness of God. Until next time, this is Pastor Duquan Bignai saying, I love you in the Lord. God bless you. Goodbye.